Hey gang, Joey Mills here. I am thrilled to be joining my friends with Fanatics and the Fan this Saturday night, July the 20th at the Creamery Arts Center in Springfield, Missouri for their live San Diego Comic-Con special. Come on out and join us. The party starts at 6 o'clock p.m. It's going to be a lot of fun. Hope to see you there. Hey, Joey Mills here with the Pop Goes the Culture podcast. We are bringing you a special edition of the Pop Goes the Culture podcast. Those sleigh bells you heard, well, I'm sure you've heard of Christmas in July. This is Nerd Christmas in July. That's right. It's San Diego Comic-Con weekend. All weekend long, there's going to be all kinds of stuff happening in San Diego, California. Film, television, collectibles, you name it. If it's happening in entertainment and pop culture, it's happening in San Diego this weekend. And so what we are doing is we're celebrating here at the Pop Goes the Culture podcast, even though we are on our mid-season break, season two begins on Labor Day weekend, we are going to bring you special episodes uh, over the next few days, over the course of San Diego Comic-Con, dealing with specific topics in entertainment and pop culture. Today, we are talking about collectibles. If you're a collector, if you've are a collector of entertainment and pop culture collectibles, then I'm sure you're aware San Diego Comic-Con has a ton of exclusive merchandise you can only pick up there. Um, but if you don't know about collecting and collectibles and you'd like a little information, we've got some special guests. I'm joined by Kenny Wright, uh, Billy Windham, JT Winters, and we are going to talk to you all about collecting and collectibles, how to get started, what to look for, all that kind of stuff. So enjoy today's episode of the Pop Goes the Culture podcast. Hey, this is Joey Mills and Kenny Wright with the Pop Goes Culture Podcast. We're coming to you live, well, live when we recorded it, <laughs> from Collective Maniacs in Ozark, Missouri. We're joined by some special guests today. First up, we've got JT Winters. Say hello, JT. Hello, hello. And we've got Billy and Amanda hiding in the corner, trying to avoid having to speak into a microphone. They are owners, operators, purveyors, managers, custodians, janitorial, parking, everything that happens at Collective Maniacs. They've got a finger in it, and they will be joining us before we're out of here. They have what now? Hey, now. And uh, <laughs> along with JT, they are also the uh, admin moderators on the Facebook page 417 Funko. So if you're a, a Funko collector, you're in the 417 area, southwest Missouri, northwest Arkansas, northeast Oklahoma, southeast Kansas, and you are into collecting, particularly uh, Funko Pops. Although you guys don't, it's not exclusively Funko. You guys post other stuff. No, as well. we do post other stuff. Um, we try to keep it as much Funko. Sometimes we do have, you know, the threads of, you know, anything outside of the Funko spectrum. Anything outside of the Funko spectrum. Uh, uh, I don't know. I think we. I've been trying to figure out if we want to do a page that's related to uh, other non other non Funko right. related items, you know, for the community. Yeah. Uh, but you guys, if you're into that, you can certainly uh, get a hold of them, and they can help you become a part of that group if that's something you're interested in. Yeah, definitely. But today we are doing part of our San Diego Comic Con podcast extravaganza: multiple days, multiple topics, touching on all things pop culture. Because San Diego Comic-Con is one of the biggest pop culture events of the year. And uh, we, as you can probably guess, we're going to be talking a little bit collectibles, particularly this summer's uh, convention season exclusive stuff. But before we do that, let's talk a little bit about, so folks at home can get to know you, uh, what it is particularly that 
you collect and kind of how you got into collecting and I'll let JT oh, take wow. it. So, <laughs> as, you know, when it comes to, and I'm getting used to holding this mic to my There you face, go, yeah, you're good. <laughs> you know, um, so first I really originally started out collecting, you know, because I'm an 80s kid. So right. anything 80s I could find, I love, oh, yeah. you know, He-Man, Transformers, a little bit of G.I. Joe, the GoBots, you know. I loved, and, and some of the obscure, obscure stuff, you know, was uh, kind of a passion. Uh, and then, uh, unfortunately, uh, I started watching Nerd Therapy on uh, YouTube. Um, and he got, I started looking at the Funkos they were getting. I'm like, you know, the molds aren't crazy, insanely detailed, but yeah. they're, they're, really, they're really cool looking. So and a lot I got of them you it, can't find... You know, no, in other, and, you no, know. And especially in Joplin, you know, especially, you know, Joplin, Southeast Kansas, things like that. They didn't, you know, they had no clue, you know, you, there was probably more of an opportunity here in the bigger towns, you know, Springfield stuff, you know, maybe Branson. Uh, but we didn't really see them that much. They were there, but again, we really weren't looking that hard either. So I probably could have found some things. Um, started collecting Funkos um, and... Really, it just went from there, and now it's... Well, a, roughly what year did you start? Oh, 2000... Uh, I'm going to say 2015. Okay. 2014, 2015. Yeah, so about and, the really hot time. Yeah, yeah. Unfortunately, I to me, and it's funny now because I, here I am, you know, some of the new stuff I like, but I'm trying to go back to the 2010. Yeah. And even actually beforehand, because not, not just with Pops related, you know, with their like Funko Force and the Wacky Wobblers right. and things of that nature, I'm trying to get that older ones too. And yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> that, right. That so is not cheap. <laughs> no. Well, the Funko Force ones for like DC or not. Yeah. You know. Um, now some of the Wacky Wobblers, if you look, you you can find really good pieces out there, and they're relatively cheap. They can go from anywhere from you know twelve to thirty bucks, yeah. which really isn't that bad for the age of the piece. Yeah. If right. you think about it, um, but. Not everybody wants that. Uh, you know, the big ticket items, of course, your ad icons, the, yeah. the limited edition pieces and things like that. Those yeah. are the ones I'm seeing mainly people looking for on YouTube. So that's why I was yeah. like, ooh, the prize. You well, know? that's <laughs> but that's also part of, unfortunately, that's part of the clickbait of YouTube. Yeah. You know what I mean? And it is a thing. You know, even, you know, the content creators, they they look at that and uh, and they're like, I like collecting this, but... Man, we have to find these certain pieces, you know, to say, hey, and it generates those views, you know. Yeah. And um, but, you know, relatively, when it comes to Funko, we're like you were. We were talking kind of outside, you know. We're seeing that peak of the older collectors, and now we're seeing a bunch of the new ones come on. But the older collectors are seeing kind of outside the newer spectrum. But I've <laughs> also turned my focus on to. Uh, DC figures, you know, DC Direct, some sideshow pieces, hot toys, Mondo, um, yeah. which when we went to your guys, I know Alamo is a big, yeah, you know, they're in business with Mondo. Yeah, yep. they. Uh, but you go in and you look at some of those Mondo pieces. I didn't. I totally forgot that Alamo and them worked together. And we went and saw uh, In Game. It was uh -huh. the first time I'd been to the Alamo Draft House, you know. Yeah. And uh, I started seeing Mondo prints. I'm like, wait a minute. And I started <laughs> walking around. I'm like, oh, no, they sell Mondo. Now I'm in trouble, <laughs> you know. So, yeah, that's a, I mean, I guess a kind of a little bit of what I collect, you know. Very good. Uh, Kenny, I know your story, but for those who maybe are new to the show and haven't heard us talking about it, tell us how you got into uh, – 
you've always collected stuff, and I don't know if collecting is the right word, or you just <laughs> held on to stuff, <laughs> pack ratted stuff. Uh, yeah, but well, you you got heavy into collecting uh, a couple years ago, particularly the fungo yeah, side of it. Well, tell us I, a little bit about that. I story. had always, like you said, always collected, always had stuff from my childhood. Still have Star Wars, GI Joes, GoBots, uh, Transformers, all that from my childhood. But I wouldn't. But you weren't. But collecting in that you weren't seeking out pieces. No, I wasn't to seeking out pieces. Kind of it was yeah. something like if I happened to be at a store and found something at the time, but. Then uh, we got into uh, I got into Star Wars really heavy, and that one I was traveling the country and at the time, so we were actively if we saw a Target on the side of the road or we saw you know Toys R Us on the side of the road, we whipped off the highway, went in and did all that. Going through all that, I got to where okay, I don't need any more. I sold it. Of course, you never get anything that you're you, no. know, you put into it, which I know that from years of buying and trading my whole life. But I was like, that's it. I'm never doing it again. I'm never collecting anything again. Then we go to uh, Planet Con, and uh, I, I saw the Funko Pops, Con. and I was like, okay, if I have to have one, I was like, do you have a Kevin Smith? And they're like, we actually do have one Kevin Smith. We had we got one of those, and I was like, I'll take it. That weekend, I left with nine other Funko Pops. <laughs> <laughs> it's and like Lay's. You can't just have one. Yeah, exactly. Okay. And then I found 417 funko on uh, you know facebook and i was like okay and then now back then people were a little more sensible with their selling and, <laughs> and i'm guessing it's because they were a little older you know like in their 30s and stuff so they knew okay look just because ppg says this price that's not the bible that's not the final thing well, you know yeah yes and no so at first you know, and, and mind you, I, I will I will say this. You know, I'm not originally a founder of right. 417. That's uh, Matt Christie, Billy mm. Windham, Andrew Dickinson. Yeah. You know, and all these guys met each other through collecting. Right. And, you know, I became an admin later on. But as far as, like, you know, you as a, as a community that you want to make a safe space for, you have to find a middle ground, right? Yeah. It's you're going to have your good, you're going to have your bad. Yeah. And and really what you have to do is work out the ratio of the two. What's the realism? Now there's pieces on PPG that say they're only you know, let you know some of the older grails, let's say, you know, they say they're, you know, $700. Uh-huh. But if you go to eBay, there's nothing on there that's even coming close to $700. Right. It's probably going to be like the 11, $1200 range. And so you have to try to find that equilibrium and try to make it for the people that come into the community, you have to try to relatively make it easy for some of them to get those pieces. And yeah. uh, again, it could go really either way. Yeah. You know, I don't know. I always try to, you know, stay within like a certain, like at least seventy five percent of the value. If I sell something, I'll sell it for seventy five percent of the value. People are like, "Well, PPG is this." I'm like, "I know." But that's I'm that's doing good. you a favor. Accept yeah. the yeah. favor, right? Yeah. Uh, because that's what I'm making money, and I'm okay with that, you know. And then when I buy, I try to buy for the same thing too, you know. I'm like, right. look, this right. will go down. There's no doubt about it. This will go down. I'm protecting myself with that, and that's why I sell to people the same way. For when it goes down, they're like, oh man, I bought it off a of Kenny for thirty dollars. Now it's only twenty two dollars. But it's like that's why I sold it cheaper because I knew it's going to go down. Well, part of that deal, too, though, if you think about it, when it comes to Funko, 
is, and I know a lot of people here as of late have talked about that, is when they're brand new and they're hot, right? You yeah. see those prices up there. Oh, yeah, $100. You know, yeah, you know, right. like the Funko shop item or whatever it is, they'll, they'll, they immediately skyrocket to at least $50, yeah. right? That's the bottom end. Yeah, just because it was just the because, shop exclusive. Right. Yeah, yeah. And, then they'll, and then they climb, and for a little while, you know, and everybody's got to have that demand. I got to have it right now. Yeah. And part of what the community, as far as what I'm seeing with the content creators with YouTube and, and kind of talking around is, you know, wait, be oh, patient. Yeah. Cause I promise you right now, you will get those pieces. I didn't, you know, again, I collect, you know, DC, older DC stuff. Yep. And, you know, the, before I started collect, got into Funko and I knew that I have to go back and get those pieces. So, at the right time, it'll happen. Yeah. You know, you just have to kind of wait for it. You know, just yeah. it set the money back when it does appear at a at a price range that you want. Jump yep. on it. You know, oh, that's, that's kind of how I look at it. Well, this time last year, like I, Joey knows, I've been looking for the Vikings, uh, Largathan, uh, yeah, Ragnar. They hundred ten, hundred twenty dollars this time last Easily. year. Yeah, right now I'm seeing them sell for around fifty. Right. So I'm like, it's knowing when things are hot. Yeah, and yeah exactly. The so season gets announced or a movie gets announced and, and things tying this yeah. into what we're talking to today. That's DCC stuff. People are like, oh, I've got to pay. I've got to pay the eighty or hundred dollars or whatever because you know they only get so many of them at box launch or hot topic right. or game stuff or something like that. But it's like, guys, you go into these places all year. You see the restocks. Right. They get them all the time. Right. And th- and also what pe- and here's the thing about especially about a lot of people that don't know and even I had to learn as, you know, talking to people across the country is like books a million. Uh-huh. Okay. They have a store called Second and Charles. They're the same store. Yeah. Second and Charles is the collector shop for books a million. FYE has a second store, a sister store company that gets all the same pieces in as well. And uh, in Charlotte, I know, and now I'm using this as a reference when uh, Buzz Off dropped for uh, He Man. Yeah. You know, and everybody's like, oh, it sold out. There was 23 sitting in, in Charlotte, North, or in Charlotte, and a store on the shelves yep. that were sitting there for a week. Yeah. I mean, and then, and then the stores will come in, grab them off the shelves, and put them back into the rotation. Yep. So there is. You know, when it comes to the stores and the and some piece now, not that I will say that it's not at every piece. We all know that when some go, they're gone, right? Yeah. Um, and but it, you kind of have to pay attention to the retail, pay attention to whatever group that you're following, you know. And uh, a lot of there's a lot of different sources for information, and they'll post. You know, some of those guys like. Um, Disfunko and Funko Finders and stuff, they get uh-huh. paid for their affiliate links yeah. that they post uh, on Instagram and all the social media platforms, you know. And when they post those up, you know, they're trying to do it as quick as possible because they want those people to keep clicking on those links and keep coming back to them to click those links. So the information can be there really fast. Um, you just kind of have to pay attention. Now, as far as like con exclusive, you could only get at the con pieces, yeah. those are going to be your. Yes, that's going to be a high dollar one. Yes, you're going to have to go to eBay. That's yeah. the unfortunate factor. But San Diego uh, owns a lot of souls, and it is Nerd Christmas. So, yeah. and it's not even just Funko. I mean, that's with everything. Yeah, you know, all the hot toys, all the stuff like that. Well, I mean, I don't want to ramble on, but I can always talk toys. But <laughs> I mean, well, I'll cut you off for just a second because there are people right now listening that are like, I have no idea what these guys are talking about. So <laughs> I'm going to play <laughs> their. Pers- you know, their their advocate here. 
So most of us know, you know, Funko Pops are in a lot of locations right now. And so talk to people a little bit about how the exclusivity works within different, you know, different retail outlets, you know, the Barnes and Noble exclusives, the Target exclusives, so on. Um, and what makes, you know, the there are seasons to this. I mean, they ha- announce new things all the time, but there are specific seasons usually tied to comic cons, whether it's the, sp- you know, the spring comic convention that's kind of built around uh, Emerald City Comic Con or, you know, C2E2 or, you know, the summer con season, which is, you know, centered around San Diego Comic Con, which we're in now. Talk a little bit about how these types of things work as far as, you know, if I'm looking to get an ex- – it says it's a, it's a summer convention exclusive. It doesn't necessarily mean that for that piece I have to be in San Diego unless I'm looking for specifically the San Diego Comic-Con exclusive. Right. Get the sticker. Right, the sticker on the box basically. The so sticker chasers. Yeah. And that is a real thing. Absolutely is- it is. So talk a little bit about if I'm sitting here and I'm new to this and I'm – trying to figure out how to get into it. And I see that Funko says they're going to release this character. And I think, hey, I should, I, I would like to pick that up. It says it's a convention exclusive. What does that mean to somebody who's listening right now who's thinking about getting into this that doesn't understand necessarily the ins and outs of, of the exclusive? Start about like if they had to go to the SDCC. Let's, start, so, at the, let's okay. start at the top. Okay. Well, at the top of the spectrum, of course, would be you know your SDCC, your ECCC, and NYCC. All right. right. So those are your major cons, right? Right. You know, and then there's smaller in between. So at your major cons, there's always going to be those significant pieces that have a different sticker type to that Funko. And yeah. and you're literally talking about the sticker yeah, on the plastic the sticker, window of the box. Yeah. Yes. They're, they're, it's literally a sticker, and that is usually the only difference in box those pops. the same, figures the same, yeah. smells the same. Everything. Now, yeah, exactly. I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> it depends. If you're in San Diego, it may, it come may out be a little bit like, different yeah, smell. Yeah, smell like body odor. Fair yeah. enough. So the uh, the other thing is though, and the difference is though, in the past, you know, with San Diego, there was metallic. Yeah. You know, they had true con exclusive pops that were only related to, and those would have a different sticker. There was no shit sticker back then. Right. Yeah. It was just a sticker that said SDCC in that year and how many pieces were in that product run. Yeah, we're talking so, 200 piece. Oh, well, anywhere, even, anywhere from 49 to yeah. 500 piece. Yeah. You know, yeah. it just depends. So now that's your top of your end of your spectrum. And those are your high dollar pops. And, and of course, it all depend upon demand as well. Um, now, the other thing you want to think about is uh, with store exclusives. Hot topic. Uh, so I'll kind of give you a rundown, I guess, of store exclusives. So there'll be, uh, and what those are, they'll have the shared stickers. They're going to get the same pops that are at the con. They'll just have that, just a different sticker, and it'll be labeled differently. And um, but that sticker is anywhere from ten dollar difference to hundreds of do- thousands. Yeah, of it really is, and, and and that's the unfortunate factor. Unless you're a sticker chaser. Yep. And that's exactly what you're doing is trying to chase that con sticker. Now, if you're a completionist, I can understand that. You yeah. have to have that all of that run, you know. If you're not a completionist, if you're just wanting that piece, you always want to try to go the shared route. Now, as Billy is pacing by me here, but he wants to say something. He jump in, the mic's right there. Yeah, jump in, man. So we'll get him on before it's over. <laughs> so most of your stores, you got Hot Topic, GameStop. Maybe FYE this year because they are closing up some stores. Yeah. Uh, there really isn't a Think Geek. It's now GameStop, so right. everything is going to GameStop. Uh, 
Books a Million usually don't get every once in a while. They'll, they may get some New York stuff, yeah. but they usually don't get stuff. So your major big box stores are going to get those exclusive pieces. So uh, Walmart, in fact, has now jumped on that bandwagon. They, yeah. they, and they've actually got a good set, that big Bane DC set. It's pretty yeah, cool. that's pretty awesome. Yeah, but I have to admit, I was, I, I'm not... I. I'm guilty. I have not watched all of Big Bang. I, I know I'm a failure as a nerd for that, but I just haven't. But the DC set to him, and to me, I was like, you know, I might actually grab a, a one of those, you know. Yeah. But it all comes down to, like most individuals collecting, it's all about what's in the wallet. Now, um, the next thing you want to think about is exclusivity to the stores, right? Yeah. So you're going to have non-con exclusive pops that come to Hot Topic and to GameStop and and Books a Million. And those, are, you know, usually you could start seeing a pattern of, like, Stranger Things. That's yep. usually exclusive to Hot Topic, right? right? Yep. Um, Harry Potter, a lot of that's usually exclusive to Hot Topic and Books a Million. Yep. You know, you kind of see a pattern with those things. And I'm going to jump in Go real ahead. quick and say everything JT is saying here is he's actually going – Again, from top to bottom. So, like, your ones from San Diego are going to be potentially worth hundreds, maybe even thousands. The, yeah. The ones that are the shared exclusives, like last year, um, <coughs> Arya Stark. Right. Know, it, she jumped up to $80, $90, but now she's still staying at 60 Well, she actually had a flux, right? So she jumped up there because Game of Thrones. Yep. You know, every, there's a lot of Game of Thrones fans. Uh, it climbed up because it's Arya. And then it dropped back down to about twenty five, thirty dollars. Yep. And then, of course, the no spoilers, but the end of the season happened. Yep. What? Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. <laughs> you know, the end of the show happened, and then yep. all of a sudden it rocketed back up because yep. Aria, right? Yep. Why not? So yeah, that's so there's there's a lot of pieces like that. So you have that, but now we're down into like the Walmart exclusives, the Barnes and Noble exclusives. So you're now you're going down to staying in the neighborhood of. $20, $30, usually they stay in value? Yeah, it's, well, it again, it also depends upon how heavy that piece is collected. Well, in general right? is right. what I mean. Yeah, yeah, that's anywhere between your $15 to $30 range, that's the that's the big spectrum. And you, I, I only say this because everybody gets into collecting the first stages, oh, I want this, I want this, I want this. Then they start finding out everything. values, and then they turn into, well, I should be flipping these for blah 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 but then yeah. usually what happens everybody's like that is too much of a headache to hunt this stuff down and to do stuff so then they tend to go back like me i am strictly just I'll, i collect what i like I don't i'm care literally what the value. going through that same mentality right now as we speak so i what would you say I, well, i'm looking at billy because he saw me go through this last summer as a matter <laughs> of fact um i collected Everything. I don't care what it was. I had to have it. I, I whatever Funko Shop item was, had to have it. Didn't matter. Yep. And then I'm sitting there and I'm like, what am I doing? Yeah. Why do I even have you know all of this? You know. So I'm like, okay, hang on. So I <laughs> I think me and Billy and I will. I'm gonna say Billy a lot because he's. I go to him for anytime I have a major problem, especially with Funko or collecting. If something comes up. This is my. This is my Jedi right here. All right, all day long. This is my Jedi. So I go to him and I'm like, "Hey man, I like tell me how you keep the mentality of the collector and the seller. How do you separate the two?" Right? Because he's a collector, but he's also got a store to run too. Yep. You know, and he, this is what 
puts the food on the table, so to speak. So, and uh, now me, I have collect, you know, I don't sell stuff as a living. That's not what I do. You know, I have my own job. So I didn't, you know, for the community, I wanted to sell off those pieces. And then I got into a little bit of the mystery box game, which unfortunately, a whole other topic right there. That's another episode. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) So, you know, and I've got, you know, I still from time to time, if the value is guaranteed, which is if the value is close to what I spend, uh-huh. you know, if I'm, that's what I'm getting back, then that's what I'll buy. And then those pieces I don't get in, I'll turn around and be like, hey, do you need this piece? Yep, okay. I'll sell it under PPG, you know, and be like, here, here you go. You know, have, you know, you guys sell that. You know, do I need to ship it or do I need to drive it from Joplin and drop it off here? You know, collecto, you know, because yeah. I use this as kind of like my, as you could tell by the bags on the table. <laughs> this I'm, is I'm yours. Bra- yeah. You know, people are like, hey, are you going up to Springfield? Yep, I'm going to ship these with you. Yep. So now, the one thing, um, it's it's easy to get discouraged, I will say this, when it comes to the cons, okay? Yeah. And when you were talking about the top tier, you know, yeah. uh, again, that falls into the patience. You know, yeah. wait for the hot, the, wait for the new hotness to get wore off, yeah. and then jump in. Don't be discouraged by it. Well, this year, why not ERP for me is that only a thousand pieces, they're yeah. all going to be only at the con. Right. And I got excited until Troy sent me a message saying, did you see the pieces number? I was like, oh, I didn't. And I looked, I was like, sadness. But then I was like, you know what? I can't be sad. Give it a while. Obviously, if they're doing this one, they're probably going to come out with a Winona Earp set. Well, they're doing it with the Pez. So yeah. the Pez mascot, they're dropping through Toy Tokyo. Peter and I Pez. hope I can say these yeah. names. I'm not doing shameless plugs here. No, go for it. Okay. No, you're good. So the, the, <laughs> it, um, so. The Pez mascot, there's going to be a common for that coming out. Right. Yep. So just, I mean, if, if you if you it just the mascot that you want, just wait. Yeah. It's coming. Only difference is one's wearing a red hat and the other one's wearing a blue. And right. A whole outfit. Yeah. I, I mean, it's. One's red, one's blue. You know, and it's like, it, well, but here's the thing, though. Do you ever think about, and this is something I've never really heard a lot of people talk about, like the guys that I collect, you know, like the content creators, we've all kind of discussed this, but. You, like ad icons. Mm-hmm. Remember that was, you know, oh, yeah. oh man, they were nuts. Like the, you couldn't get an ad icon, but then they Funko dropped them as a common. Right. It was actually a good ploy by Funko. Yep. You know, like listen, I don't want to deter our collectors from stop buying from us, so we're just going to flood the market with, you know, re-releasing the monster cereal. Yep. Uh, yeah, the digging it's funny. frog. We're, we're just talking about this because yeah, I just bought a couple hundred dollars with ad icon. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah, for me. The other side of the collecting is, you know, there there is the collecting side, which is I buy these at this price. I know they're going to go up in value. I'm going to keep the box mint. I'm going to turn around and sell them at some point. It's an investment, which is what this store is. Right. I buy them. I tear the box up, getting them out. I put them up, and I say, <laughs> I say, I say, that's I like that yep. because it reminds oh, me. Oh no, of, he's an out of box collector. Yeah, it reminds you know me what? of the one as a kid getting and I up love, and grabbing cereal and going downstairs and right. watching Saturday morning cartoons. And that's why I love going to Joey's. Well, one, yeah, because I have them out of the box forever, so you can play but, with them. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but yeah, because I, I don't take very many. No, if someone gives me one, like right. for a birthday or something like that. It comes out of the box immediately. It goes on a shelf that I have yep. of that. But there's several that I've had that I've never taken out of the box, and I'm getting better with that. I am actually, when I get them now, I take them out of the box carefully. Nope. And I, I look at them. And can't I'm, do it. I can't do it. I it, cannot it do it. It was like, tough until I was like, you know what? People are giving me these. 
that means something to me. Right. So why not? So as soon as I broke that, I was like, you know what? I can take these out of the box and look. And there's so many. Billy, going to throw his name in there again. <laughs> there was the um, oh, last year with the um, the uh, Christmas ones. Uh, eat. Was it Igor? Yeah, or, the uh, spastic plastic. Yeah, the spastic plastic. Yeah. When he had like an axe or something behind his back, yep. right. you, you would never saw that, saw well, that if you didn't pull it point. out. And he pointed that out to me. So that's a great point. It's like the Harry Potter and, uh, oh my gosh, I can't forget his name. Anyway, the, the turban came off the right. pop yep. and he had a face on the back of his head. Yep. Yep. If you don't take it out of the box, you you're not going to see it. Yeah. Right. So there are those yeah. caveats so, to yeah, that. So I, I, I just collect characters I, I don't i'm not gonna put my kids through college when i sell these none of that kind of stuff yeah. this is this is this is gonna be mine until i decide i'm done with it kind of yep. thing and it's it's the warm fuzzies that the nostalgia that it brings back of having you know whatever characters sitting on my shelf you're actually playing it the smartest way i'll be fully honest with yeah, you as because a, i have as no a, attachment to the dollars well involved. well I, not saying I'm going to spend you know crazy money on every one, but yeah. if I see something that I like that I can afford it, I I get it and I put it out where I can enjoy it. Well, it's just not that I'm talking about room in general. Oh yeah, yeah. So yeah I don't have to worry as about as a guy who's a heavy shelves. collector yeah. of Funkos. My office, my poor office. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. I have two computers, a couch, and an obscene amount of Funkos and mystery minis and stuff, and miscellaneous statues and whatnot. And my wife, me and her, walked in one day and we're like, "Oh, we need to do something about this. Right? This is getting out of hand." Well, you how know? many are you up to now with just um, Funkos alone? I know what you want. So Funko with, with Funko products, because that's I mean I base it off of you know PPG that usually tells me how many I have. You know yeah, between right. mystery minis, I do collect Dorbs, and for those Dorbs haters, I'm sorry, but yes, I collect them. Um, and Funko Pops, I probably have now. I'm a, I might be a li- I might be right at close to like 725, maybe yeah. under. Yeah. Um, but it, at one point it was eight. 800 and something. Yeah, I think that's when I very first met you the first time you were telling me about that. I was like, holy cow. Cause at the now, time, all of a sudden, at, it's kind of like when you're young, you're like, wow, 30 sounds old. And then yeah. as you get to 25, you're like, well, 30 doesn't sound old. Like yeah. Kenny's kind of the same way with Pops. Like, wow, 800 Pops? How can you do that? And now he's kind of like, hey, you know, 800 is not yeah. a bad number. Well, I mean, <laughs> it really, it, it depends upon this, the, how much room you have, right? right? If you have the room to display, my problem was is like, They're buried. I start, well, I started putting them in totes yeah. and putting them in yeah. storage. I'm like, why do I even own them? Yeah. And you that's know? what I'm hearing a lot of people right. lately that maybe they're not getting completely out of it, but they're letting go yeah, of yeah. a big collector. like, I haven't seen these in a year. They've been in, in a tote in the garage or in the attic. Star or... Wars and Stranger Things. Yeah. Okay, so there is a ton of both, Yeah, right? Yeah. People are dumping their Star Wars and Stranger Things collections like they are going out to The reason being is that there's so many, and they're only keeping the pieces that they have the sentimental right. value yeah. to. Sorry. You know, it's like me, Princess Leia, or any droid. I have all the droids, yeah. uh, except for the new DJ one, which I'll get. But, right. you know, those that I have... Uh, Sentimental value too. That's what I, yeah, I try to keep yeah, on too. That's why I've got Boba Fett, Chewbacca, right? Exactly. <laughs> but not every version yeah. of every character. Well, let's talk a little bit about the Con exclusives, the San Diego Comic Con exclusive uh, Funko Pops this year. Is there anything that jumps out at you that you're like, wow, this is the one that I think that either because of something in pop culture, maybe there's a you know another season, or this character is getting a movie, or you know a limited number. Is there anything that you jumps out at you as like, wow, if I 
if if resources were not an issue, these are the ones that I would grab. So are we talking like my personal grails? Or are yeah. you talking like just as just what, just the, from the just from this year's con exclusive? We'll get to your grails here before we're done. But t- <laughs> talking a little bit, a little bit, <laughs> not all of we don't oh, all no. day. But uh, <laughs> not all. has got some nice grails too. Yeah. He's told me about. But uh, talking about the ones that are uh, you know either. Whether they're San Diego Comic Con exclusives or whether the Summer Con exclusives, what are the ones that you look at that you see? Well, there's probably going to be a big market for this. There's going to be a push for this. People are going to want these. That's a tough one. The, to be honest with you, this year they really spread it. They, they, Funko did a really good job of spreading the love. Right. Okay. Yep. And there's something, and I will say this I think the, they're sleepers, but something that they used to do that they brought back, and that's the Rat Fink. Yeah. yeah. There is, I, and, I know several guys and several collectors that are like, "Oh man, did you see that rat fink?" Yeah, yeah. You know, and not and it's the glow in the dark one, right? right? They don't the black chrome one. They're like, "Oh, that's yeah. great and all, but I want that glow in the dark." Yeah. So that I think that one's going to be hot. Now that's I not know. something I'm personally right. going after, but right. I think it's going to be that's the a, one I'm going after. That's one of two I'm unfortunately I have to have. it's Toy Tokyo, <laughs> and you're probably going to have to buy the bundle. Yeah, yeah, and I'm fine with that because I've got the other ones. Everything else sold to people. They right. said if you can get the bundle, we'll buy the other stuff. Yeah, from you, and so I don't care. So, and I will, I will want to preface, kind of bounce a statement off of that. That the community for four one seven that we've tried to implement is that we all talk to each other, right? Yep. And we're like, hey. Here's the deal. If you're I'm going, gonna, here's yeah. Right. If I this is what I'm getting, can we, you know, are you interested in needing these pieces? You know, but it's also the trust that the community each one of these people have built amongst each other. Because right. they know that Troy, you know, yep. Kenny, Billy, Matt, all these guys that they know that if they need like, hey, do you, I'm gonna trust you if I buy this, I just want this and you want to pick this up, you'll do it. Right. And yep. Uh, that's a testament to the community. Well, and I mean, that takes yep. time to build and developing relationships and meeting face to face and exactly. having a couple of exchanges. There's several that I picked up for people, and they're like, "Oh, what do you want for it?" I was like, "I don't know. It's like ten ninety nine or whatever. So whatever that is with tax." They're like, "But it's going for forty dollars." I'm like, "I don't care. I got it for you because you couldn't make it." You want to know a prime example of something crazy? So last summer, I bought because I knew she collected um, all might. Uh-huh. Okay, the glow in the dark all might drop for twenty five dollars. I uh-huh. bought it and said, "Hey, you need it, right?" Yep, just pay me what I pay for retail. How much is it now? Two hundred and fifty dollars. <laughs> no, I have no regrets. I have yeah. no regrets selling that too because I I didn't yeah. collect it. I knew she needed it, and I found it, and I'm like, "Hey, I got to get that for him." Yep. You know. But now, is it always like that with everybody? No, <laughs> right? No. no, that ain't. Yeah, I mean, have, there is have stuff to, that yeah, I have. You have sold to pick and choose. Above. You have to make relationships. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, it's. I mean. You know, especially if I bought it after the fact, you know, like we've had a major collection within the group. I don't want to say any names, but we had a major collection within the group drop. And everybody's been like, oh, my gosh, where did those come from? Well, that's that's old school collecting. Yeah, That was before we all were into this. I know who you're talking about. I want so many pieces. Yeah. (laughs) I had to unbox those pieces. Oh, yeah. That he had 3000 pieces. Holy cow. We never got done by the end of the con or end of the pop swap. Yeah, we still had five boxes left. Wow! <laughs> so that just tells you. Yeah. Well, let's talk a little bit. I mean, even going beyond, because you know we're talking a lot of Funko Pops, but 
the oh. convention exclusives is not new. No. It's, it no. happens outside of Funko as well. They just happen to be what a lot of folks are into. So, again, looking, thinking about San Diego Comic-Con, the summer convention seasons, or anything non-Funko Pop that you look uh-huh. at that you say, I got a few. man, I'd love to get a hold of that, or, man, that's what's going to be, people are going to be go flocking ahead. for that. Go ahead. I've got a, I've got a paper written out of everything. <laughs> oh, so. Okay, well, good. Yeah, first yeah, of all, is, is, the, is the Slim Jim Macho Man on your paper? Oh, 100%. Okay, that's cool. I, I'm regretting that ordering it through here yeah. because when it first came out, I was like, I don't know, but the more I see it, the more. So I'm more hoping somebody <laughs> that pre-ordered it is like, oh, I can't do it because I'm going to hop on that real quick. But like while you're pulling stuff up, oh, you got something? No, no keep, you can keep talking. I'm just <laughs> yeah. showing us the. Uh... Oh, okay. <laughs> something he needs. <laughs> yeah. No, uh, I'm sorry to, to, to let the viewers know. I, uh, I, because they can't see you guys looking no, at they, your they, phones. They, I, got a, I got a picture on my phone from a friend of a blue chrome Batman to make I, me jealous as we're sitting here talking about cons. Here, I, I got a question for you. Okay. Um, going, this is something I was, we were talking about, and then Billy uh, had a customer. I wanted to ask you real quick. Hold on. Say hello, Billy, so that people can recognize your voice. Hello. All right. There you go. <laughs> That's um, all you get from him. <laughs> wow. We were talking about uh, you know how you separate the business collector you know, getting stuff in, doing all that from being the personal, this is my personal stuff. Does having a store like this where you get to see, get so many that come in that you do get to purchase and they are going to your customers, but does that kind of help you live a little vicariously? Like I, I, I bought it. I owned it for a little bit, but I can let it go. Yeah, Billy. Does that help well, you with to well, keep you from having thousands at your house? <laughs> Technically, I, I own it for... A small period of time yeah, yeah. exactly you know? um there's just there's so much out there and, and it's it's kind of hard to it's kind of hard to differentiate between you got to set it up close to yeah. your face there you go trust me i had to learn that too check, you check. No, you're good you're good <laughs> <laughs> no it's kind of hard to differentiate between uh you know what you want to keep and and what you what you want to get rid of and in my philosophy is pretty much everything is 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 able to be uh, sold uh, as far as as far as on my personal collection now Amanda's not everybody personal, in the family yeah, feels that way Amanda's <laughs> no, that is uh yeah that's that's a no touch zone but uh me yeah but you have to admit though the horror collection that Amanda and you have built over the years is it's pretty crazy yes it's definitely pretty crazy which I'm kind of surprised you're even here today not at crypticon this year but we uh, yeah we thought about it. Yeah. Uh, we missed it. Uh, we missed it last year. We bought the store last year, and and uh, we we had tickets for it. We had the hotel room, everything, and uh, we we ended up having passed last year as well. Yeah, you'll get back there next year. Oh, hopefully, hopefully. <laughs> that, that was just something I was wondering because I I could see where it would be easier. Like if you you at least I bought it. I it bought it for a good hand. price. Yeah. It's in my hands on the shelves for a while, so I get to look at it for a little while till somebody. Once again, so that keeps you from going. That's coming home with me. That's coming home with me. Right. Yeah. What I usually tell everybody, uh, you know, I try to I try to tell everybody straight up when they when they first start collecting is, you've got you've got to you've got to pick your your battles. Um, this is a deep dark rabbit hole, and uh, <laughs> you definitely have to pick what you like and can't grab everything out there you see. But uh, yeah, I've I've picked my uh, I've picked my couple sets. Uh, Amanda's got her horror set, and uh, of course the kids each have their own sets as well, which is both anime. But, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, it's true. 
Do you want to get back to your list there of uh, oh, yeah. what, what you're looking at? Non-Funko uh, Pop convention, summer convention exclusives. I've, I've been watching for a while. I don't know if you guys ever heard of the company Super 7. Yep. Yeah. I mean, the the things, the first things I saw from them were the Iron Maiden you oh, know, figures. Yeah, you're going that, into the rock side. Yeah, yeah that, that got me interested in it. But this year they've got the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle six-inch mm-hmm. action figures. And yep. I'm like, that's pretty cool. I mean, it. To get them, they're going to put you back $75. And so I was like, mm, I don't know about that. And then, of course, the Macho Man Slim Jim I like. And then the Masters of the Universe, the two-pack, the He-Man and the Atom comes right. with multiple, like, a couple of heads and, and yeah. yeah, stuff like that. And it's all based off that, the little small comic book that used to come with the yeah. things and not, you know, not from the cartoon the, itself. From the cartoons. Yeah. So I thought that was pretty interesting from that. And then, of course, we talked about the Funkos, then, like, the NECA figures, like they've got uh, Ghost Rider, which I've been a fan of Ghost Rider my whole life, and uh, Lobo, been a big fan of his, and I thought it was funny they come out with a Chia Pet Jabba the Hutt. Yeah, <laughs> I, I don't know why that cracked me up, but because he did. has no hair, so yeah, exactly. So it's basically it looks like he's sitting in front here. of plants. Yeah, exactly. it's not like it's awning. So I thought that was pretty funny, and uh, then the couple for like the. Uh, figures like Batman versus Predator and uh, Superman versus Alien. Yeah, NECA, that's a great run, to be honest with you. And I looked at, now, that set that you're talking about, uh-huh. they also dropped the the Terminator with that. Yeah, the, the John, John Connor. Connor. Yeah, on the, with the motorcycle. Yeah. And that's actually extremely was, detailed. It is. That's, and a, that's where, I, with the bounce off of that, that's where I think collectors are going to eventually start going, especially the newer Funko collectors, you yeah. know, is the NEC and Mezco. Yeah, and the detailing is so amazing. And you don't have to like, you don't have to buy every one of them. Buy the no. ones that mean something to you. I, I love Terminator 2. I don't know. It, for me, it would be more having the Terminator as opposed to right. John Connor, but that's just my personal. Right. right. There's some John Connor loving person that's going to buy that in a heartbeat. So. Matt Christie's kicking himself right now. He, missed <laughs> it. he tried to get it and he missed it. But even something like the Cobra Kai, the John Kreese. Yeah. You know, they got to figure him super detailed. He's in his gi. Looks amazing, you know. And, of course, Pennywise. Did you see the Pennywise, the, the black uh, and white? The, yeah. They, uh, I think I showed uh, Amanda and Billy that because there's a ton of Pennywise stuff. Yeah. And, and, and especially in the Funko world. So yep. I try to – I got a couple pieces, but then back – and then the rest is, you know, I try yeah. to get a ton of those. And then, like you said, there's a ton of them, but this one's really it's cool. Really good. It's really detailed. So, I mean, for someone who wants the figure as opposed yep. to, you know, just a Funko or just a plane, right. this one's extremely deep. The wrinkles in the clothes, the highlights, everything on it's really now, cool. Now, and, and just so you know, NECA is an up, I mean, it's an up stage. It's it's going to cost you right. baseline. Even non-exclusives will usually start anywhere between $25 to $30 a piece. Yeah. Yeah, yeah but... Uh, also, like Sideshow Collectible, do you see any of those? Um, le- so, I, I, <laughs> let, let's let you know. I had no clue, uh, and I, my eyes were opened a lot this year to the bigger, high end side of collecting. Right, um, you know, with Jetta, you know, Nerd Therapy, Mark from Nerd Therapy. Um, these guys, they they were like, "Oh, you'll get Hot Toys." You know, and these Hot Toys run anywhere between one hundred and fifty to. Four hundred and some dollars a piece yeah. at retail. This yep. isn't this isn't a this isn't market. value. This That's isn't value. That's what price, they yeah. sell. And yeah. I and I'm like, no, no, I won't be owning this. <laughs> and I was wrong. Yeah. So to, to the this year with the Neon Tech Iron Man and and this That's is what I was going to touch on. 
that thing. Well, here's the thing about that though. So last year they dropped the same one, but it was a different color. Uh-huh. So this it, one's black and yellow for people that are. Yeah. It, it. Well, yeah. Last year's was blue yeah, and black, yeah. and this year's black. This year's black and yellow. Uh, but it's they look great, but the batteries inside them are junk. Right. And they oh, don't. Okay. And they they go through them like minutes. Yeah. And so it's like that's where. Guys like you talk about it, and these other content creators watch the reviews. Uh-huh. They look great, but are you going to be disappointed? Right. Yeah. And I mean, you don't have to have them on all the time. No, no, no. You know, yeah. you don't. That is a very true statement. Yes. But I, I think the black and yellow Iron Man, I mean, I just, it looks it, cool. Just having him sitting somewhere, I, because I watch Jetta stuff, been watching him for a long time. And right. I'm really hoping to see his opinion on that because I think. He seems like he would dig that. So he he bought last year's uh-huh. and sold it pretty quickly. Yeah. He was like, "It looks cool, but I'm not as much." He's not a, and this is what, and I hope when he listens to this, he uh, he's he likes like the Mark Fifty, Mark Forty Eight. He yeah, likes right. a lot of, those. and then of course this year's in game one. He, I can't even tell you the behind the scenes. He was foaming <laughs> at the mouth, waiting for to see what those mystery pieces were going to be with that Tony Stark, right? That was going to be dropping. Yeah. So, um, but Sideshow also does another thing, and that's art prints, and that's another piece oh, yeah. of the collecting community. It's right. not just with toys, you know, with art prints. Now, I'm sure a lot of us are comic book fans, and I'm sure a lot of people listening are comic book fans. I also collect for part of the art. Yeah. And with yeah. DC Metal and Batman Who Laughs, oh, I yeah. absolutely love it. But I got introduced to Alex Ross, mm-hmm. and he's a superb, stoic comic book artist. Yeah. And Mark is a huge fan. So everything Alex Ross that comes out, I get shown. And this year he's dropping the 175-piece Justice League print. And it is – I'm probably going to be selling off a couple high-end pieces. I'm not <laughs> lying, Billy. <laughs> I got to have this print. It's yeah. amazing. Alex, so, isn't Alex the official artist for San Diego Comic-Con as well? I know he does a lot of the banners yeah, I that decorate he, San Diego leading up I to the con. I think he is. I'm not 100% on that. Yeah. And, I don't uh, know what I mean, I literally I would have, have to... have a lot of his work well, yeah, leading up to and outside of the event itself. I mean, Well, here's also about the... But people about this year's San Diego Comic-Con. It's a perfect storm. Ghostbusters 35. Right. Batman 80. Yeah. You know, San Diego's 50th anniversary. There's Aliens a lot. Of, 40. Yeah, exactly. There's SpongeBob a perf- 20. They're doing major events for a lot of properties. Yeah, and there's year. a lot of, you know, these anniversaries that are happening, and they're all pumping it into San Diego. Now, it's good for the retailer side of things. Right. You know, for the guys who are trying to sell stuff. But for the collector, there's a lot of cool stuff. Yeah. <laughs> that's true. You know, I'll, I'll bounce oh, back. Oh, no. That's, I mean, those were the highlights. I, if To put everyone like... Batman, he must have had, I don't know how many different, <laughs> from Lego to oh, yeah. different yep. things. 80th so, anniversary, yeah. yeah. So. Well, and those haven't stopped yet, because Mondo announced, well, I saw yesterday, Mondo's got some prints coming in, uh, one of them uh, from the Batman animated series, and then another one, or I'm sorry, from Hush, I think it is, I'm sorry. Yeah. Uh-huh. And then another one where he's, it's reversed, but he's falling through the sky, and it's got the, the cape, you know, um, it, it looks these prints look amazing. Um, also, Ghostbusters. Uh, they've got a bunch of new, not just with Ghostbusters in general, but this year they made a an Optimus Prime yeah. in the Ghostbusters yes. color with the Slimer. Right. Now that'll cool. set you back like 130 bucks at a retail, but <laughs> the piece is amazing. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it's not cheaply done. It looks amazing oh, yeah. in the picture. I oh, can imagine does. what it looks like in person. 
and the Ecto one that GameStop exclusive that dropped as a Transformer. I picked that up. Me, I mean, I, don't, I think you did it's too. Nice, it's a nice piece. Yeah, yeah. I, I I picked it up as soon as I saw it. I was like pre order. I'm like I had to have that piece. Yeah. You know, two of my favorite things put together. Yeah, I mean <laughs> it's not. I mean I love Star Wars, but the Transformer Star Wars stuff. I never was a fan of that. Yeah, I think poor Matt's still waiting on his, isn't he? No, he got it. Did he? Yeah. <laughs> Very good. Well. As we kind of wind this discussion down, tell us a little bit. I, I'm looking at the board over here earlier. What all do you guys have going on here? Because for folks that don't know, Collectomaniacs, yes, you can come in here and find just about what you want. And if you can't find it, you can talk to Billy and Amanda, and they can probably find it for you. But that's not, I mean, that's what you do, but that's not all you do here. In fact, <laughs> that's just a piece, of, a small piece of what you guys have going on. Tell us a little bit about if somebody hasn't been into the shop what can they experience on any given day? Because I know you guys have something going on just about every day of the week. Pretty much about every day, we've got uh, we've got card games going on here. Uh, we've got like uh, poker. Uh, I wish. <laughs> I wish. <laughs> I'd probably get shut down pretty Black quick on that one. <laughs> yeah, I was going to tell you the legal part, Billy. The legal part. <laughs> yeah, that's in the news right now. <laughs> uh, so basically, we got uh, Magic the Gathering. Uh, we do it. Uh, on uh, on a couple different days, we've also got Yu-Gi-Oh. We've got Pokemon. Um, another good one that just started out that uh, Wizard has produced is going to be Transformers, the game, the the card game, and it's right. it's super fun, uh, super good. But uh, yeah, I think I think our biggest uh, our biggest stuff around here is probably going to be Yu-Gi-Oh and, and Magic. That's going to be our that's going to be our big ones. Absolutely. What time are you guys open? Uh, we open at eleven o'clock, uh-huh. pretty much every day except for Sunday. Sunday's our only day off. Uh, usually close about eight o'clock. Um, I say eight o'clock. At, <laughs> he didn't usually. Get, he yeah. didn't usually <laughs> get to close. Yeah. Usually <laughs> about ten. But uh, <laughs> we, we we stay pretty uh, we stay pretty easy going around here. So very good. And if somebody's interested in collecting, either they've been thinking about it, and this discussion has kind of pushed them over, and they're thinking about getting into it, or they've been a collector and they kind of want to go to that next level, where can they find more information, whether it's the group, whether it's individually, and I'll let you guys, I'll let all three of you guys kind of handle that because if somebody's, because we've talked about it, Funko Pops are a good entry level collectible because they're fairly inexpensive, they capture the essence of the property pretty well, and you can get a you know you can build a collection fairly quickly and fairly inexpensively so whether it's funko pop related or otherwise what's some good resources locally maybe some good online resources to kind of get into the collector community so as far as like social media is concerned um if you're wanting information 417 funko now that's exclusive to local area um if you looking for Always look for your local groups. Right. Okay. The national groups, I tend to stay away from so much, you know, as far as non-content creator groups, as I call them. But look for local groups. They are there. And I didn't even know, to be honest with you, two years ago, I didn't even know we had a 417 Funko until I got introduced to the the actually admin that I replaced. Um, yeah, we grew from what, about... 25 to yeah. over 400 in, in a year's time. I yeah, mean, exactly. easily. And and, and it's a yeah, big thing about... I think I was 43 when I joined. <laughs> I, I, yeah. I, I didn't even know what number because I was so happy we had local group. Um, <laughs> the uh, the other part of it is YouTube. Look for your reviewers, right? Fa- watch the, the collectors on, you know, whether it be YouTube or whatever social media site, you know, Twitch, whatever it may be. And... <laughs> Look at their true biased reviews, all right? The guys that are really out there to for the customer, they're going to tell you, even if it's the stuff they collect, whether it's good or bad. You, and you got to kind of pay attention to that as well. Protect yourself, so to speak. Any other thoughts? 
Uh, pretty much the same thing. I mean, that's just one thing that's good going back to uh, with our group is the word of mouth. So somebody's always finding something somewhere, and we're all we're always talking about where did you get this, or I want this, or blah blah. And they're like, "Hey, that's right, Kenny's been looking for blah blah blah." Hey, dude, I just saw where they this person selling this, or I know somebody who's blah blah. So for me, word of mouth is excellent for finding stuff. Yeah, the best thing is get to is know people. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it, that's that's the best part of it. Um, relationships built out of this is is. It is way better than the product itself. Absolutely. Um, you know, I've I've made some of my best friends. You know, with little pieces of vinyl. Yeah. <laughs> no. It, it, well, that's how we became friends. But I, I do want to add that. Oh, <laughs> oh, we didn't. Oh, we're not supposed to tell people. Okay. Um, so, you know, I will say this, and this will be the shameless plug, so to speak. But um, the the two people that I find the most unbiased, you know, as far as like on the high end collectibles and with Funkos and kind of what got me started, you know, Nerd Therapy, Mark and Ashley over at Nerd Therapy, Funko Pop Hunters, and uh, Jetta Patrol, which is uh, Ryan. Um, those two guys right there, uh, I I really hands down that's who started my that's I I trust. Well, so with that, um, like when I first started collecting, I'd found Jetta Patrol and. Uh, it was three or four videos in, and he started really pushing the collect what you like. Absolutely. And he kept saying that, and I was like, you know what? Yeah, I'm getting, oh, this is cool, or oh, this might be worth something. And I got into that weird thing that we all go through. And changes like, your mindset, does yeah, it? Yeah, I was like, you know what? Yeah, it becomes a job, it's like. not fun anymore. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. and that's the most true statement I've ever like last year. Oh, that yeah. was me, and I said those exact words to him. I gotta be here at this time, this yeah. date, right? Yeah. I gotta get up early, be at this yeah. store when they open, be third in line because they only get five, and yeah, right around here, three hours early. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Yeah, we were saying that, that I was gonna say, but then, but then, yeah, you're already, you're already up and doing that anyway, so yeah, but. yeah, and of course, you saying that, I do know that I will have to be at Target on the 21st <laughs> to make sure I get a flock, and I know who's so. gonna be where, so <laughs> I can tell them, hey, pick me up an extra you. one of those. <laughs> 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 we'll see, I'll spend the night out there. <laughs> I just hey, want there you go. There's I, a camp out. They bring the whole group down there and have I, a camp out in the parking lot. I do not want to pay $80 for a bullseye. So if I can get a flocked one from the store myself, right. it, it's worth standing in line for something like that. Only because I love that dog. Right. It cracks me up. And it's it reminds a cool me kind of the Spud McKenzie. Yeah, dog. a little, yeah, bit, little yeah. bit. You know? Exactly. Well, guys, we're going to wrap this up. I can't thank everybody enough for being a part of this. Billy, thanks for letting us crash here in your store and run okay. your customers off. Anytime. <laughs> JT, thanks for making the drive out Absolutely. here. Absolutely. It's a pleasure. Uh, we'll plug that Kenny and I will be bringing back the Pop Goes the Culture podcast. Season two is going to start on Labor Day weekend, so we'll be looking for that. Hopefully, you guys will be able to be a part of that as well throughout the Uh-oh. season two. So be looking for your invitation on that. <laughs> Just letting yeah. you know you've been roped in. Uh, otherwise, I think that's going to cut it right. out for today. Again, I've been Joey Mills with Pop Goes Culture Podcast. Get up. JT. Billy. And thanks so much for joining us. Look for more San Diego Comic-Con content in the next couple of days. We'll talk to you later. See ya. Later. See ya. This show has been brought to you by the Pop Goes the Culture Podcast Network. Find links to all of our podcasts and more at popgoestheculture.com.